welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome to the Word Live Broadcast. Let's remember and keep in the forefront of our mind that God's Word works. God's Word will always work for us in every situation, but we have to use the Word of God, allow it to work in our life, work the Word of God in our lives, and in the lives of others as well, and once things start changing, because if we don't uh, work the Word, it won't work for us. James 1.22 says, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. He's saying if you are not a doer of the word, and you only hear it, and you don't do it, you deceive yourselves, and you don't, uh, you won't ever see anything change. It won't work for you if you're not a doer of it. Now, we had a discussion at my supper table the other day. My wife, Sherry, and my daughter, Emily, she was discussing that she goes to Oral Roberts University. She was telling us that she was thinking about taking two majors instead of one because of what she wanted to do after she gets out of school. I said, well, if that's what the Lord's leading you to do, Emily, that's the thing you need to do. I said, but there's one thing that you need to do above everything else. And the major thing is you're taking, you may be taking two majors in college, but the major thing you need to do and major in this is to take God's Word and learn how to make God's Word work for you in your life. I said you can have all the education that you want, all that you could ever have, but if you don't take God's Word and work it and learn how to work God's Word and allow it to work in your life, then you won't be prosperous because I if you take God's Word and you allow it to be a, a, a part of your everyday life and everything that you do, then you'll prosper. Psalm 1 says that everything you, you put your hand to shall prosper if you're a doer of the Word. But see, we have to be doers of the Word and not hearers only if we're just hearers of it and not doers and it won't do us any good. And we have to also understand who we are in the body of Christ. Now, I was discussing this with my wife, Sherry, and my daughter, Emily, but we were talking about some things that are going on in this country and some things that are going on around the world. And I'm going, well, I can see it for what it really is. It's nothing but the enemy, Satan, coming in, trying to stop the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's trying to control the finances here in the United States. He's trying to cause the things in this country to fall from godly principles. He's trying to take away the godly principles out of this country that they were founded upon. And we can sit back and watch those things happen. Or we can take God's word and understand that we have the ability and the power and the authority to change those things in the body of Christ. Or we can sit back and complain about what goes on. Or we can speak God's word into the situation and watch it change. 
Now, the Lord showed me this a long time ago. He said, too many people are putting their trust in politicians and in uh, politics and in uh, the government system. And uh, he said, but if you'll put total, complete trust in the Word of God, you'll see things start to change. Then he took me into these scriptures here. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Now see, this country was founded upon godly principles. But a lot of these other countries are not founded upon godly principles, and they are religious countries that are controlled by demonic forces in heavenly places, and they are using them to control some things in this country, and I think they're using the area of finances. Now, see, if, uh, if they can come in and control the financial area of everything, then they can finally get control of the country if they keep doing it the way it's going right now. But see, we have to take authority over those things and, and call those things that be not as though they were into existence and watch things change and take authority over those things. Let's look at uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20 through 23. Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father far above all principality and power and might and dominion. We have the Holy Ghost that leads us and guides us into all truth and shows us things to come. Now, I know in my heart what's going on, and uh, if we know in our heart what's going on, then we have a responsibility to come against those things and, and uh, ask the Father through prayer, but also speaking to those things with the authority that we have in the body of Christ to watch those things change as well. Verse 22, And he put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, who fills all in all. Now, Jesus Christ, he gave the authority to the church. He transferred his authority to the church, the same authority that he has. He gave it to the church of Jesus Christ. He gave it to the body of Christ. If you're a part of the body of Christ, you have just as much authority as anyone else. But if you go out here and start complaining about everything that's going on instead of using your authority, now if everybody in the body of Christ that knows who they are in Christ knows they have authority, use that authority, be a door of the word, not a hearer only, and use that authority and come against those things that are coming against us in the body of Christ and against this nation, we'll see things change. They will change. They don't have any other choice. Ephesians 2, 4 through 6. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love of which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So that means that we're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus far above all principality and power and might and dominion. Now see, we have a responsibility to come against those things. Because if it affects us and affects the gospel of Jesus Christ, it affects the preaching of the gospel, the financial area of the gospel being preached, then we have a, a responsibility to come against those things and tell them that they have to change and they don't have any other, uh, any other 
choice. Their choice is one. It has to change. Now, see, uh, we had uh, heard a report that there were some containers in some countries that were being held back so that people couldn't use those containers on ships to carry products here to the United States that they couldn't get them here because they were holding back the containers so that they couldn't be shipped. Well, what we did, we took authority over those things in the name of Jesus and said, everything that's been used to hold those containers back, we commanded in Jesus' name to move. We commanded to stop. We call those containers move. They're coming in to every country that needs those containers so that they can ship the, the products in here, that they will be changed and it will change in Jesus' name. Because those containers, if that's what it is, all we have to do is speak to those and the things that are, that are causing those things to be held back, which are principalities and powers and heavenly places and, in, and influences, demonic influences in these countries, but we have authority over them. And we command them to stop in their maneuvers, and we command it to change in Jesus' name. Amen? Mark eleven twenty three. Now, so we all know all these scriptures, but if we don't be a doer of it, if we're not a doer of it and a hearer only, it won't do us one bit of good. Mark eleven twenty three. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he'll have whatever he says. Well, what are we going to say? Oh, it's getting terrible in this country. It's awful. The inflation's terrible. I don't know if I'm even going to have enough money this week to buy gas or not. I don't know if we're going to have enough money to finish our house because the prices of the products have gone up so much. No, what you're going to say is, my God is greater than all these things. He's given me authority, and I'm not allowing those things to come into my life to affect me those prices come down, the, the things that are causing those prices to go up, I command those to change, and it has to in the name of Jesus. Now, I remember I was an electrical contractor for years, and we had a fleet of trucks, and every time you go uh, buy gas, it would cost you $4 a gallon. Well, the prices that we got for wiring uh, the buildings and houses, whatever we were doing, they didn't go up, so it just took money out of our pocket. We didn't make as much money because then the price of wire went up, the price of everything went up, and I was going, Lord, I cannot believe this is going on. He said, Ricky, what are you going to do? Sit there and complain about it? Are you going to speak to it? I said, I'm going to speak to it. He said, speak to those gas prices. And he said, speak to the thing that's behind it and speak that the people that are behind all this will be removed. I started speaking to it every time I go by a gas station. I say, in the name of Jesus, that gas price comes down. Every time I'd go buy one, I'd say, gas, I command you to come down. It's around $2 a gallon. It's a fair price for everybody to pay. It's a fair price for the people that are on the wells to get. I said, and it's fair for people in this United States, to be able to pay around that price for people to pay that, and it would be good for everyone, and inflation won't go up so high. Everything went up where we couldn't hardly afford to make a living at the time. But God said, speak to it. And he said, are you going to allow it, or are you just going to sit back and moan and groan about it? And I said, I'm going to speak to it. So we did, 
And it was not, it took a while, but the gas prices came down around $2 a gallon and they stayed there for a long time. But now they're trying to go back up again, so I'm speaking to them again. And a lot of people don't like that uh, because they're in the oil industry or whatever, but I can't help that because uh, the Lord showed me these scriptures too. And I and I, I said, well, Lord, this is, uh, he said, this is very important, Ricky. Philippians 2 verse 4 says, let each of you look not only out for the interest of his own interest, but also for the interest of others. He said there's a lot of people in the world that are making a minimum wage. They can't even afford to buy gas to get back and forth to work. He said it's not only about you, but it's about them too. So I started speaking to it, and he said, you know, there's a lot of people that have children, and three children making minimum wage and trying to make it through. And he said they can't afford it. He says, speak to those prices. It's not only about you, but it's about them as well. And they came down. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you'd like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 